Welcome to Back to Your Roots, a podcast that provides insight into all things farming, financing, and farm life, guiding you back to your roots. Thanks for joining us today on Back to Your Roots. I'm your host, Chris Griffin. Hey guys, I'm Jordan Turnage. Thanks for listening to us. And today we have Travel and Tourism Executive Director of Mayfield Graves County, Jennifer Beck Walker. Welcome to Back to Your Roots today. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you taking the time to do this. We're just going to start out as kind of like a the, the 30,000 foot view of, of uh, what you do. And so just kind of want to ask what your job entails and just what exactly do you do as the executive director of travel and tourism? Okay. Tourism's job is to get people from outside Mayfield and Graves County to visit Mayfield and Graves County. We're funded with a 3% transient room tax. So if you stay in a hotel or an Airbnb in Mayfield and Graves County, that 3% uh, goes to the city and it funds the activities of tourism, which incentivizes us to get heads in beds because the more people stay in hotels, the more funds we have with which to do things. And so we're always trying to promote things that will bring people to town, let them shop in a boutique, eat at a restaurant, fill their car with gas, drop a little money while they're in town to increase the economy in Mayfield and Graves County. Yes, ma'am. Get up there and visit the Pearl. The Pearl of the Purchase. Well done. That's right. Well done, Jordan. Wow. Jordan, well, he came with, he got some brownie points that I missed out. Eight Eight Um, Okay. So a lot of, we we brought this up on a few of our our podcasts thus far, just on the ag side, but obviously the tornado back in Mm -hmm. December of, was that 21? It's hard to believe it's been that long Mm -hmm. now, but. December 10th of 2021. Obviously the impact it had on Mayfield and Graves. And, you know, uh, you know, I think probably the first question I would ask is, you know, in, in, the very beginning, the early stages, kind of how did you attack that um, from your position? And then how have you seen Mayfield and Grace bounce back, you know, within the last six months or so? And where do you see it going forward? It was an odd time for tourism in particular, because as I said, we want people to come to town and stay in our hotels. Well, we were discouraging people from coming to town. People who were coming just to drive around and look at the destruction yeah. were not helping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and our hotels were filled with tornado survivors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So none of that was working like it was supposed to in the textbook. Mm-hmm. So what we decided, I'm in an office with two other agencies, the Graves County Economic Development and the Mayfield Graves County Tourism. And the Monday after the Friday night tornado, We all met at the office, no power, of course, and uh, we sat there and tried to figure out what can we do to meet the immediate needs. So we uh, set up a Facebook page, Mayfield Strong, and we started trying to route all of the information that people in Mayfield and Graves County would need to that Facebook account. So we did that for the first few weeks, maybe months okay. of tornado recovery. Uh, people needed to know, you know, when's my power going to come back on? Mm. What's the deal with the water? You know, those those your, types. Your basic needs. Basic needs. Where can I go to get free food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we had, we were so blessed in Mayfield and Graves County. People came from literally all over the country. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, it was just remarkable. And we were so grateful for that. And so we could say, okay, today they're doing meals at such and such. And today, loads of love will do your laundry for you in front of Walmart and that kind of information we were getting out. So we virtually didn't do tourism for the first few months of 2022. You you had to hit the reset button. Exactly. I mean, no pun intended, Clint, you know, figure out where the start was on this. Yeah, there's really no gate. I think the thing I've heard from, from people who other people involved in that situation 
there really wasn't a playbook. There is no game plan. Well, there was no time. No time. I know they rely. I know a lot of them. From what I've heard, is they've reached out to other communities that have Mm -hmm. gone through similar situations Mm -hmm. and got their input and kind of what how they attack this short term you know, intermediate and then what the long-term plan was. And so it's been, that's what I've learned. And we were a little unusual in that, you know, lots of communities, unfortunately, have had devastating tornadoes. Mm -hmm. But we were so unusual in that it came through the downtown area and yeah. took out city and county buildings and services. Such a cultural area and had so much you know, history and everything there. Yeah. Of your, yes. of your and, and still to this day, I get calls all the time at the Commerce Center, which is where I said I lived with Chamber and Economic mm-hmm. Development. Yeah. We get calls all the time. Where the heck do I go to get my driver's license removed? Yeah. You know, nothing is where, and, and we've laughed about City Hall. The mayor's office went into the Snap Fitness building, <laughs> and the county clerk's office went into a strip mall in between Frontier Firearms and a tobacco wholesaler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when people are calling, nothing is where it should be. It's a one-stop yeah. shop. You just had to put up shop wherever you could, basically. Wherever so. you could find an yeah. empty space. That's 100% true. But let yeah. me say, uh, in the immediate recovery, the farmers and the ag community. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saturday morning, farmers and their equipment are downtown mm-hmm. clearing debris and moving things out of the road. And um, nobody called them. Nobody coordinated their response. Yeah. They just knew what to do and where to go mm-hmm. and how to do it. And it was remarkable. Some of us would have still been sitting there trying to figure out how are we going to pick up piece by piece out of this road to make yeah. it safe for, yeah. for travel. And the farmers knew. Well, we had a farmer on a previous episode and, you know, my statement was it was it was almost like they didn't ask when they just, sh- you know, it, how quickly mm-hmm. do you need me there? They didn't really ask any questions. No. And, I, you know, even for my time here at River Valley, I think that's such a that community is just a really special and unique community and um, and I think, like you said, you saw it firsthand. Oh my gosh! The, after Suns the, up. The aftermath of the tornado. So. Suns up, and tractors are yep. going down the road, yep. moving debris. Yep. Suns up mm-hmm. the day after a massive tornado. Yeah, and not going to ask for a dime. No, yep. wouldn't expect yep. it. Wouldn't, no. wouldn't, wouldn't take it from you if it, if you offered it to yep. them. That's that's, right. that's the kind of people that we get to work with every day. It really yep. tells you all you need to mm-hmm. know about the yep. agriculture community in Mayfield and Graves County. Absolutely, absolutely. Where do you see? What is your hope and what do you see hopefully moving forward? I know I know that's a loaded question and I know there's a lot of unknowns, but... I mean just in tornado recovery? Yeah, just, well, that and, and how Mayfield is recovering and the Graves County area is recovering and where do you hopefully see that moving forward yeah, for I, you guys? I think our, our biggest problem right now is lack of patience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's so, been, it hadn't even been two years yet. You know? And, and yeah. it's so hard. We have heard from um, Joplin, Missouri. Mm. Who said, look, this is oh, a 10-year yeah. process. Yes, and and then we'd go and talk to um, communities who'd had hurricanes in in Florida and Louisiana. And that's what they said. Look, it's a 10-year process. Mm-hmm. But we're ready to be normal again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's still a process. Oh, yeah. I mean, dealing with COVID on top of the tornado uh, deal. I mean, mm-hmm. our sense of, quote, unquote, normal has had to adapt and change so many times. And I feel like a... I, Personally, for me, my family are we're all from Southeast Missouri, mm-hmm. Crothersville, so Hayti area too. Mm-hmm. So our family, our community was affected the same night mm-hmm. as as Mayfield, and and uh, we had the tornado come through there in Crothersville in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Before that, so we had a little bit of understanding how to recover 
what was the next step, but not near the scale that Mayfield and, and Graves County was hit as a whole. I mean, it's a blessing, honestly, to put a silver lining on this that the tornado came through when it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've heard tons of people say that, you know, if it had been in the middle of the day, it, it could have, we could have really been dealing with a, a huge major disaster travesty. And I give so much credit to the um, meteorologists, mm-hmm. uh, the National Weather Service in Paducah, and the guys on WP, the guys and women on WPSD. Absolutely. I mean, they really told us what was coming, stayed with us through it. And I, for example, the Purchase Players is our community performing arts theater. They were doing a Christmas carol that night. And um, they decided, and I kept watching it, you know, thinking maybe they'll cancel it and I can, you know, share that from my page Mm -hmm. and update the website. And what they finally decided, they want to cancel, what they finally decided to do was they were going to remove the 15-minute intermission and power through so they could be out 15 minutes earlier. Mm. And had they not done that, the tornado came through and hit that building. Really? If they had not made that decision, we don't know what would have happened. Absolutely. So it's... Um, Those split-second, like, you know, go-left-go-right decisions mm-hmm. that you make, you, you don't know. know until you're in it. That's exactly right. Yes. So kind of going off of what we talk about on the podcast, when you think of River Valley, you think about agriculture. Uh, Graves County is our largest office in the association with us. Uh, It's heavily concentrated in agriculture. So uh, we know you must be promoting, you must be out there promoting agritourism. Can you tell us how and uh, what you promote just overall there in Graves County as far as agritourism goes? What we've really focused on are our kind of you pick farms. Uh, We have Honey Hill Farms. We have Darnell Pumpkins and Mums. Uh, We have this wonderful little farm called Featherstone Farm. I know exactly. You know exactly where that is. Um, We also have the Fancy Farm Vineyard and Winery. So we talk about, uh, you can go out there and Mm -hmm. see the grapes. And um, And drink some wine. And well, if you you must, (laughs) yes. Um, So we really try to promote those as fun tourism attractions. As we're talking about haunted graves today. And uh, we included Darnell Pumpkins and Mums, Honey Hill Farms, Amazing farms with their corn maze, oh, yeah. the Kentucky's largest corn that. maze. Um, and then also Featherstone Farm is this man who's well-known in West Kentucky, Pumpkin Dan. Pumpkin Dan carves pumpkins, kind of like they had that Louisville at the mm-hmm. Iroquois Park. Yes, ma'am. They had that spectacular there. Um, he does that on a smaller version. And so they have set up a trail through Featherstone Farms and display his pumpkins. Oh, wow. So for three Saturday nights in the month of October, you can go out and see those. And that's a brand new thing we're doing this year. But it's it's fun and it brings people out. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. We want them to go out and see what we have available to them. Well, and that was actually the next question is, and actually I need, I want to know more about this because I have a two and a half year old. So <laughs> I've got a two year old coming up. He's got okay. a young one too. So uh, got you guys. can you go in a little more detail about the Haunted Graves? Uh, yes. uh, because uh, I mean, there's a lot I've feel like I should know about this. I've lived in Western Kentucky my entire life. I don't know about this. So uh, kind of go into detail about the activities that you guys mm-hmm. have planned, the, the vendors involved, and, and what days 
those actually go through the actual dates there. Yes. So Haunted Graves is a month-long festival okay. celebrating Halloween and fun fall things. So we start October 1st and we go through October 31st. Okay. And I wish I could take credit for that great idea, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, I started with tourism in January of 2020, and a few years previously, they had caught on to Haunted Graves County. And at that time, they were promoting Amazing Farms, which is Kentucky's largest corn maze, and our two haunted houses. We okay. have Talon Falls in Melbourne, North Graves. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. Yep. And we have the Industrial so Slaughterhouse and yeah. Fancy Farm. Mm-hmm. So at that time, they were kind of bringing those things together, promoting them, and then maybe doing some restaurant discounts. You know, mm-hmm. show your ticket stub yeah. and get 10% off your meal, that kind of thing. So when they interviewed me um, at the end of 2019, I said, you know, maybe we could – Take that idea, which is great. You've got those anchor businesses, but maybe we could expand it and do some more things with yep. it. So right at the heels of COVID, Jordan know, mentioned I gonna, COVID. I was going to say, you, you interviewed in 2000, end of 2019, yes. so you started at a wonderful time. I did, didn't and, I? Yeah, it was yeah, great. Started I started awesome here in January 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Put you yeah. in a good position. <laughs> well, we had, the, we had all these calls with yeah. the state, and, and we were thought, like, how are we supposed to promote tourism when nobody's allowed to go anywhere? Yeah. You know, So we did lots of outdoor things that year. Mm-hmm. But... Um, um, so tourism sets everything down, um, and we start talking about, you know, I bet there's a way we can do this. We can do some outdoor things. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. River Valley Ag Credit. <laughs> um, so we, it, I'll, I'll skip back. During COVID, we got this idea of let's do downtown pole-mounted lights, you know, all the way down mm-hmm. the main area, downtown and, and Parish Road. And, um, and those are expensive, <laughs> which I did not realize. Yeah. In the middle of COVID, we raised $14,000 to buy 20 pole-mounted lights. 20 of them, or 14,000. Yes. They're not cheap. Um, But I couldn't believe in the middle of COVID, we raised that kind of money. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, there's some momentum here. There's there's some community interest. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then we started talking about, okay, what else can we do? And one of the ideas that came up was the hay bale trail. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have told uh, Shay this, but when we first started talking about it, I was like, you know, I don't know if businesses are going to be willing to rent hay bales. Yeah, I just thought, I, you know, that's going to be kind of a hard sell. Yeah. And and uh, Jill Kirby, who was on my committee, said, well, let's just try it. My committee was uh, Jill Kirby and John Carrico and Fred Biggs, three local community people. And I said, okay, we'll try it. Well, fast forward to that is probably the most successful mm-hmm. part of Haunted Grapes. We have 70 plus businesses wow. who have decorated hay bales and have gotten, as Jordan said, cutthroat competitive <laughs> about who has so the most creation. That's the reason, reason Shay is so stressed out this month. Listen, the, the I didn't amount realize of work, there were 70 businesses. I thought there was only like four or five and I was like, why is she so stressed oh, out? And that's man, not even she's it. stressed out all the time. 70 of them, most of them are getting multiple bales. Yeah. You know, one of them has, I think, Eight. Um, yeah, the one. I mean, I don't want to cause any controversy here, but the one. I mean, the F and B one is oh, incredible. I mean, it's it's skeletons I mean, climbing I, up. The, the amount, yeah, the amount site. of effort and like creativity that went, in, and oh even the rest gosh. of them. I mean, all of them are. I'm a little partial to my cousin Carrie on that. When I give her a shout out. Oh, very good. <laughs> Some of, I mean, they're all super creative. I'm not. I'm like, it's just, and you look at them on Facebook, and you're like, wow, that's. And uh, oh. how did somebody come up with that? I don't and think about that. And you know? how Shay. 
handles that in the month prior to October, I don't know, because she's got a spreadsheet as big as this table that includes the business and the contact and their address and where they physically want the page to where be located. And, and it's so big. I haven't told Shay this, but I got a call last week and, uh, it was a local person mm-hmm. who wanted to have a hay bale delivered to their home so her oh. daughters and her friends could decorate it on their birthday. Well, oh. It was a birthday party thing. Okay. I said, I don't think we're able to do that anymore, <laughs> but thank you. I didn't think Shay I think wanted to start yeah. doing birthday parties. Shay just took the I think she should. car and load up and drop She's them always into something. But Marketing. Yeah. 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 There you go. But that's yeah. how big it is. And then I get people... <clears throat> Shay, who um, at the end of the month want us to leave them out and let us decorate them for Christmas. She gets those calls, too. I think that should be the next thing. No, I'm just kidding. So so we've ended up with, you know, probably more than a dozen businesses hosting events throughout the month, uh, each weekend. And when they sponsor an event, it's not like the old days where you just write a check and say, I'm the sponsor of this event. They and their staff do the entire event. Um, I'm only a part-time person for tourism. So when we were designing this month, we figured out pretty quickly that I could only be in one place at a time. So that's, so when the this, this past weekend, West Kentucky electric co-op and West Kentucky and Tennessee telephone co-op went together and did pumpkins in the park located at the fairgrounds. They estimated more than 3,000 people came out for that. Wow. Um, lots of kids' activities. There, One of the churches brought a little train, and one of the farmers came out and did hay rides. We had bouncy houses. We had a candy drop from a helicopter. Oh. We had um, uh, an Easter egg hunt, but instead of Easter eggs, they were little eggs shaped like skeletons. Yeah. Uh, they had a toddler. You all have two-year-olds. They had a toddler area set up okay. separate from this, so the kid, little kids could play and do games. And things. That's awesome. So this coming Saturday is the other big event we do, which is the FNB Glowing Graves Halloween Parade. And it's a nighttime lighted Halloween parade. And when was this again? It's going to be this Saturday okay. at 630 okay. in downtown Mayfield. Okay. And uh, that really, I came back from a conference in New Orleans a few years ago. And I literally walked out the door of the hotel to go to dinner and a Halloween parade was happening in front of me. <laughs> and it was, you know, you can imagine New Orleans. It was not a normal Halloween parade. Oh, yeah. But it was so neat. And so when we started talking about Haunted Graves, I said, somebody's got to do oh, a yeah. nighttime Halloween yeah. lighted parade. And FNB uh, picked it up and did it. And that's an amazing event, too. We have lots of floats, um, lots of people. Again, that's one of those things that people come from far away to see because it's yeah. unique. We're the only ones doing that in yeah. West Kentucky. Yeah. So if people want to get more information about the Haunted Graves County or, or with you know, with the Bell Trail, like, wh- like what's the best way to get in touch with them? There are two places they can go. The first one is on Facebook. They can go to the Mayfield Graves County Tourism Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And we are frequently posting updates to that. And then they can also go to our website, which is www.visitmayfieldgraves.org. Um, and they can look up the Haunted Graves Festival on that. So this runs through Halloween? That's right. It runs all the way through October 31st. I got you. Man, I've got to bring Caroline down there for that. Just because to say my daughter loves 
Halloween, even before she's two years old, is an understatement. She oh. is addicted to all things Halloween. Let me tell you a neat, a neat thing also you can do. We have a little uh, Wild West town in our fairgrounds called Cartwright Grove. Okay. It's the recreation of a Wild West town. <clears throat> Buildings that you can go in and out of. They decorate for Halloween. Really? And uh, it's amazing inside and outside so that they're doing that fridays and saturday nights from 5 30 to 8 30 that's an, another i think the admission price is five dollars per person under four is free you gotta it's check a, your guns before you go in places like that listen, the sheriff's know. there i'm not worried um, you know just start, <laughs> might have to throw your hat in first or something it's it, amazing it's amazing it's it really is amazing i think sometimes because like i'm from here i'm from paducah <laughs> how little I knew about this. Now, maybe it's because I didn't have kids before. Uh, and I'm like more interested in things I can take mm-hmm. my kids to, but yes. it opens my, wife, uh-huh. my, my wife never sits still on the weekends. Oh, like we're yeah. always into something. And so like any little thing like this or anything, any event that we can go to, I mean, I, the fact, I mean, just like you're talking about the little wild West town. I mean, like mm-hmm. I had no idea that was even a thing there. I had oh, no yeah. idea that was in Mayfield, you yeah. know? So, um, and even the Halloween parade, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that would be, I think, Emmett would love that. I think my wife would love that. I had and no it's idea. Yeah. Row, That's know? what's great so, about it, yeah. too. There yeah. are so many <laughs> opportunities for trick-or-treat for kids. Mm-hmm. This past weekend, we had an event at the library where the kids got to dress up. Uh, the city does a scavenger hunt trick-or-treat with businesses in town. Okay. So if your kids don't get enough candy in October <laughs> in Mayfield and Grace County, yeah. that's your fault. It's <laughs> a million spoiled. opportunities. My, kids, my <laughs> kid gets enough when he comes to this office oh, from no. all, the, all the ladies here. They basically just spoil them rotten, so so I don't know if he needs any more or not. So, um, Caroline, when she comes to the door, she immediately points over at the suckers there at the Kibble office, so she knows exactly uh, where they are. She's I, I've just learned I don't even fight them. I don't fight Justin. I don't fight Shay. None of them. I just let them do whatever. So. I laughed Saturday. We had the Pumpkins in the Park event, and then later in the afternoon, the library had their event. Okay. And so I ran into a lot of the same families, and they what I laughed at the moms would say, we've already had a costume change. You know, the costume they wore for Trunk or Treat, <laughs> they, you know, they had to change. They, 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 another can't be the costume. same costume. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I, know, I mean. That was, I thought, was yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean. That, you know, kids all over Mayfield and Graves County are doing quick changes and, yeah, you know, back I mean, seats to go to the next event. We can't event. have the same costumes at different oh, places. Please. I mean, that's, you can't be Elsa yeah, everywhere you go. I mean, yeah. I mean. You're gonna get caught dead. Emmett's gonna uh-huh. be bu- Emmett's gonna be Buzz Lightyear this year. So. Oh, yeah. oh, um, our uh, RV Youngblood's RV and Outdoors ha- is gonna have trick or treat in the RVs. Really? So your kids they they have themes on each RV, and you can go and get uh, around us. Somebody one year decorated as Buzz and and I, I Woody, a, and it made me think of that. I'm feeling we're gonna be making a family trip probably this weekend. So. I brought brochures with me Absolutely. so that you I'm will have all the latest information. I'm going to definitely uh, take that to my wife. So <laughs> she's the, She'll just tell me where to go. I don't really know where we're doing half the time. I just, just tells me where to go. Well, so. you live in Paducah, so I get to count you as a tourist. They're perfect. That's See? right. If you would spend the night, that'd be I'm, even better. I'm, I'm adding to <laughs> the numbers. So. I'm Bowder County, so I'm you can take me the Adding to the numbers. There See? you go. Well, Ms. Jennifer, we thank you so very much for your time and coming in here in, in this interview. It's been, it's been a really good time. Uh, we learned, definitely learned a whole bunch. Um, it's going to be a, uh, spectacular next couple of weeks for Graves County and tourism. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Uh, so happy to see Graves County continue to thrive and grow. Um, anything that we can do 
as an association, always feel free to reach out to us. Uh, Seth and Jesse, the guys there in the mm-hmm. office, uh, they'll be more than happy to help you. And you can, they can, you can say I, I, I put them on that. Oh, they need to. Jordan told me <laughs> that right. he would do whatever I asked. That's right. Gotcha. And I'm just right down the highway, so it's all right if you ever need anything, too. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, you're just, thanks for everything that you're doing. You know, I know sometimes it's probably not the most uh you know probably don't always get the recognition that you deserve but i know you put a lot of effort and um shay's talked very highly of you and and so we appreciate everything that you're doing and and look forward to to events in the future and and seeing where graves and mayfield goes from here and i know you guys will come back stronger and and better so well thank you for inviting me today and thank you all for being such a great community partner with this hay bale trail it is fabulous we love it it's our pleasure yep well, as always, guys and gals, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure and join us next time when we'll have a realtor, Chance Futural, here to discuss the land and housing market. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again on Back to Your Roots. Thanks for tuning in to Back to Your Roots, where we dish the dirt on all things ag. Be sure to never miss an episode by following and subscribing. While there, leave us a review about what you want to hear next. Stay in the know between episodes by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. For more resources, go to our website at rivervalleyagcredit.com.